Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Putting It Together. Today's guest is Gavin John Wright, the actor who I had a great wee chat to not that long ago, and he's appearing very soon in the new play by Lisa Nichol, Shattered, uh, which we didn't talk a great deal about, um, but we talked about everything else and uh, covered many, many bases. It was great to chat to him. I've never really talked at length with him before, so it was cool. We got to know each other a wee bit, really enjoyed it. Um, this week is thinkery redraft week for me, so there's lots of work to do. And uh, to do that, I've decided I'm going to go up to Pitt Lockery with wee Millie, and we're going to have a wee bit of a working holiday, check out the Festival Theatre, some long walks, lots of writing. I've got a week really to, to redraft, and I've got lots to do. So seems like that's a good move for me. I think Millie will like it anyway. Um, next week, I don't suppose I'll have much theatre watching to report to you, because uh, I'll mostly be holding up redrafting the script. Uh, also getting ready to start rehearsals for another wee play that I'm going to be doing. So uh, yeah, there's been lots of love in the meantime for the live episode. Thank you for that. I'm keen to do more of those. I don't know how, how it works, but um, I certainly enjoyed doing it. And I, I think people got a kick out of it. It was good we change. I like to keep expanding the reach of the show and changing it up a bit. So if you've got some ideas about that, tweet me, pitccpod, or drop me a line, brian at puttingittogethercast.com. And uh, by the way, apologies to people who have emailed over the past few weeks and are only now starting to get replies because I've had some problems with the email thing and I've now got it going. Uh, it's a long story. It's a very boring story, but it's working. I can now get back to you. I've got a workaround for that. I hope that my communication will be better from now on. Anyway, it's time now for my guest of the week. It's Gavin John Wright. He's with me and we are putting it together. Big news, Gavin John Wright doing a hang. Ah, uh, yeah. You're always doing uh, a hang, though. Yeah. Uh, You're often yeah. doing a hang. I mean, I've I've been lucky, like, yeah. recently, past few years. I mean, this year started, and I was like, oh, big vat and none. Oh, like, really? So Panto finished, like, start of January, and then, like, the 6th or whatever it was. And then, uh, for the past, like, three, four, five years, whatever, I've, I've been really lucky that towards maybe the end of the previous year mm. I've had like a week or a month in May where I've got I know that I've got work and then you kind of try and fill the blanks around that yes, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but this happened I was like oh no like I mean nothing literally nothing it was going to be I didn't know what I was going to do and then you know bit by bit because I suppose because you're available Whereas maybe other times you didn't know about other opportunities. It might have been. This is I don't you know. don't know what you're not. You just back. never know exactly. You have an agent. Yeah, yeah. So. I used. To, I never had an agent for years, and I, I knew everything that was knocking back. Oh, did you? <laughs> it's more painful in a way. Aye. I mean, not that it was big stuff, but it's just like because of a thing that one wee thing I was doing, I was like, oh, so I can't do that. Yeah, I know. and you know you're being asked. And then the worst know. thing is, of course, that like all you want to do is work. Like, yeah. Of anything, you know, and then, <clears throat> um, you get, you get two job offers. I know. And they maybe overlap by a week or something, and yeah, and you have to choose, and you can't even do. Them. Oh no, brutal man! Because you're no, <laughs> you because you go. I'm still going to be skinting six weeks or whatever it is. Either way, either way. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. I know because it doesn't take you any closer to your conservatory or anything. No, exactly. It? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just yeah. like which oh, hell am I going to spend this, this time? It. This is it. This is me going to get the new lawnmower. That's <laughs> yeah. how exciting my life is. Are isn't you it? waiting for the this is it? Because I, I sometimes I'm like, no, not really. A big, a, a big, a, you know, like a six months with NTS type of a thing. I Aye. could maybe put a bit of weight or something. Yeah. But is it worth waiting? I mean, you spend your life waiting, no, then, don't exactly. you? Exactly. I mean, I don't know. Just get on with it. Yeah. Try and just try and just try and work. 
just to but, be working is blessing enough, isn't it? Ah, exactly. That's like that's all you can hope for. Do you know what I mean? That feels like the end. Right, thanks for coming in. Cheers, man. All the best. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> Gavin Wright was pithy and pithy, uh, yes. straight to the point, <laughs> which we liked. Yeah, short and succinct. That's great, man. So I've got you right off the back of an audition. Yeah. Um, I always I like to ask people about auditions because I like to know what people's uh, ways of of coping with them are. And, and, right. and from what you were saying before we got started, you were, that your approach to it has changed over the years as you got a bit older and a bit more experience. Yeah, I think so. Well, I know so, but like, I don't really know how you kind of land upon that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you don't. You, it's not like you kind of you you haven't some kind of epiphany one day and you go ah. No, hey, it's like a slow the, and steady. It's like a slow change, thing. Yeah. It's like you know if you're trying, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, when you're when you're a bit younger, as as I'm not anymore. You <laughs> 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 and you know you kind of you think well how do I how how do I get a meeting and how do I and how do I um, impress those people when they're in there? And actually, you, you overdo it. You do, kind of do too much. Or and I think and so, actually, yeah. there's a moment you have to you have to kind of have a level of comfort with yourself. Which you know, speaking as someone that deals in like industrial paranoia, I'm not sure that I've got that. But, but <laughs> industrial, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you know, you you kind of have to. Um, you just kind of go in and say, "This is." what i've come up with made, yeah. made made some choices and if they're right or wrong then that's okay but at least uh, yeah i think i think a good audition is is um one where you kind of get to show that you've done your work your job before you go in yes and and then that's your part in it isn't yeah, it yeah and then and, and i think once once i kind of realize that uh they it's not that they get easier it's just that you become like just more 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 used to it yeah. in a way you know I, I suppose although it's different like theatre and telly you know listen to some of your previous podcasts as well and yeah. people say similar things because that whole Brian Cranston thing as well you know that Brian yeah. Cranston red carpet advice, oh, classic, everybody yeah. clings to it but uh, but it's really true it's like uh, it's kind of empowering in yeah. a way and it just you value yourself a bit and then or you hope you do and then and then you know what will be will be absolutely what (laughs) when you say a phrase like industrial paranoia it's hard to gloss over that yeah can you you maybe describe it or or give us an insight into that just you know all right uh i think oh i think i might have upset them oh did you and Uh, you know and then like you think on it and you go oh uh like so i'll have banter with pals like mm -hmm. on twitter as i have been doing the past couple of days (laughs) if they listen to this they know who they are and then (laughs) and then i was like Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'll I'll delete the tweet, or I'll or I'll like right. I'll send them a WhatsApp message going. I'm, I was only kidding on, do you know? And then they're like, I I know, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> right. Come on, do you know what I mean? So like, I, but it can be about anything. So people can be having banter with me, and then like I kind of I think, oh, I've overstepped that there. Oh no, mm-hmm. and actually no, they're because they've not replied, or and actually they're you know a way to put the beans on or something. <laughs> but but you're thinking. Oh no, that's me. I've been unfriending me on Facebook. Oh, you know what I mean? That, that kind of thing. Oh, just yeah. going. So people are oh. living their lives. Meanwhile, and yeah. we're sitting Meanwhile, going, I'm kind of going. Because I've got the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Sitting going, oh no, well, that's you know it. What, you know what I'm talking about then? Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. Oh, oh well, I, I, I hope I can apologise to them and all that. And then go, what? Yeah, and then, like you're that important, you know? Like, well, there is <laughs> that. Because we're all at the centre of our own universe. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As much as anything else, I think it's like. It, it it kind of it's kind of, kind of linked to things 
again in some of your previous podcasts, <laughs> avid listener. Um, you know when you hear like other people and what they do is like kind of almost superstition things. Or I did that last time, so like, I've got some absolute like bananas things that I have to do. Um, for before shows you but, mean on. So, uh, and I did, if, if I'm working, mm-hmm. I t- so I'm rehearsing or performing or whatever, or auditioning, mm-hmm. um, I I don't know why I've done this, but I can't wear, like, branded underwear. Like, <laughs> so, like and I've, I've been speaking to other actors um, who have, like, similar things. Somebody I know who has to wear blue, it's some, something blue okay. at, at yeah, all yeah. times when they're working. Um, and I think that comes from, like, a couple of shows that I did that seemed to go quite well. And as part of the show, you had like show pants. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, well, that show seems to go quite a lot. So maybe, maybe I need to carry that on and maybe I need to. Like plain, like, like you would have show pants. Aye. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so you can't see a Calvin Klein or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, uh, or Pringle. Uh, but it's got, yeah. it's tripped over into when you're auditioning, which when is not, kind yeah. of a, a, irrational, if you like, isn't it? Or it's, yeah. not, it's not practical. No, it's, it's insane. Like, I wasn't trying not to use that word, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But well, thanks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's just, I realise, like, that kind of thought process does me no good at all. You know, like... Uh, it doesn't add anything. Uh, well, no, but I, I kind of, you know, the fear of kind of not doing that. Yeah. What's that going to bring? Like, there's certain clothes I'll know where, like, on, because on a rehearsal day one time, it, it I was wearing that jumper and I corpsed during the seat or whatever. I was like... Right, I can't do that. And all. So I've, I've, if I'm ever working, I can't wear that jumper. I mean, it's like, I don't know how there's room for any lines in my head because I remember all these <laughs> silly things, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. So anyway, so yeah. Uh, so I, I wonder if they're all kind of linked or, you know, some of the stuff, like before when we did, when we did uh, Trainspotting the first time uh, a couple of years ago, we the first scene of the show mm-hmm. was the interview scene where uh, Spud is given some uh, speed by renting and so like before the first show i thought well uh, it'll kind of help I, I don't you know never partake in, in anything like that <laughs> right uh, so i was like right well I, maybe I'll, I'll have a i'll have a red bull that's what i'll do i'll have a half a marana and half a can of red bull okay before the show and then i'll finish it off at half time and then the first show went well oh dear i see what's happening right and so for then for like three and a half week run i'm gonna i'm drinking a red bull every day and like and and on top of the, all the coffee that we we're having in rehearsals that was just was like what am i doing to myself but you, you know? back yourself into a corner then cause yeah you because then now. well i have to do now and like <laughs> thank goodness when the run finished i was like right i've not i didn't have a red bill again until we did it again the following year i had to go back to it. i went oh no which i know is i know is nonsense but it's just a kind of wee crutch so i think it's like that and yeah a phrase phraseology of time for myself industrial paranoia <laughs> like, like um, yeah but then we do yeah, that thing, yeah. I do that thing where if you meet someone at the same point backstage during the show a couple of times, then you yep. go, oh, this is that thing. And then if it doesn't happen, I go, oh, oh no. Now, I don't think anything bad's going to happen personally, but I do kind of go, oh. like I've, I've hung back in the wing before making an entrance to, yeah. to see them come around the corner hey, just to go, you, you know, nailed Aye. that for whatever reason. It's just, you know, the routine. Yeah. I do like the routine. Uh, but I like that. One of my favourite things about a show is... Um, aside from you know being employed is, <laughs> is, uh, um there's this kind of uh like backstage dance thing that goes on yes like that nobody ever knows about except for you and maybe your fellow cast members or the crew or whatever you know um 
who like you hold you hold the the door open for them at that point because they've got a quick cross mm. backstage or whatever yeah. to go on for their next entry. All them wee things that like that are just like just yours, and it's a really just special part of something that you, that you know happened and yeah and it's unique to that exactly and to you and it's no like something you look for but it's just something that it does just happen naturally yeah. yeah but i wonder if it's about we don't have as much routine in our lives as many people in terms of job so ah, we maybe. maybe look for yeah routines, maybe. you know where we can find them yeah i get uh, maybe that maybe because there's know. no regularity to my life whatsoever no. no exactly apart from do you know what the only thing that's regular right now tuesdays i suddenly go I have to make sure the podcast is ready for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Apart from that, you it do because I all listen time. to it. So keep on it. Yeah. 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 If some people text me. Where is yeah. it? <laughs> I bet, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why we kind of think like that. I'll, I'll, I'll it's comforting, isn't it? We're looking for comfort sometimes. Yeah, I think so. Sometimes when you you sticking your head above the parapet or whatever, you're kind of going, yeah. you know, oh, there's there's comfort in and and holding a pal's hand or whatever you know like that we're all in this together exactly, we're in this exactly. ship whatever yeah, it is yeah exactly i did a show with uh nestle kaplan the arabian nights oh yeah and uh we had a couple of quick that weren't all that quick changes you know when you know once you've done it like 12 times you go that's not quite oh, what was i worried about yeah but, totally yeah, and you're yeah. freaking out but there was a whole big quick change area up upstage right and it, it was lit and it had like barriers you know like you know masking or whatever mm. and it was a nice little space and it was always just the two of us at two points in the second act and I tell you what, we solved the problems of the world back there. We said, and we'd catch up with from yesterday. How's how's that all going? Did you speak to such and such? And you know, I love and it's that just stuff. like and a whisper, just a whispered little therapy session for Aye. both of us. Yeah, and exactly. then we go away like, see you out there, see you, mate. You know, yeah. and back to it. I love that. It's stuff. cool, isn't it? I absolutely love it. Yeah. As you say, that's the kind of thing that people watching the show don't don't yeah. know about. And it's and I don't mean that like it's a kind of like um haha, this is our wee secret. I don't mean it like that. It's like no, a, no. See, it's just a kind of um there's an there's you know, doing doing a a play or or whatever is is kind of like a shared experience. And that's a brilliant thing. But like, yeah. it's it's kind of nice to to kind of go. Aye, that's a bit where like there was there was a particularly mad bit of of um I showed that a couple of years ago where I was in a wheelie bin, and then like as I got I had to kind of clamber out the wheelie bin. Had a ridiculously quick change. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculously quick, and it got quicker. Um, and uh. And like nobody will ever know except for the guy who always helped me out of the wheel bin because I was in upside down and my feet were sticking out. So right. it was like, you know, it was only me and me and uh, uh, John Mega, I think, that, that, that were kind of <laughs> helping me out. Do you know what I mean? Uh, right. And it was like, it was just, yeah, just just a cool wee memory. Do you know? And, that, and that's all it ever ever needs to be. But John Mega's yeah. a good egg. He is a brilliant guy. Yeah, yeah. he's class. What show was that? Uh, Dragon. Oh, I, I love Dragon. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was a wee while ago now. Ah, it was. We done it in um, first time we did it was, two thousand thirteen. Like wow, kind of, yeah. so it was like six weeks of development. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, because Ollie had Ollie Emanuel had written the script, which effectively was like a short novel, mm-hmm. really sort of, sort of short children's novel, and it was one of these amazing things about writers as well. I remember him telling me that he'd written a full play because there was no words in Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was amazing soundtrack and stuff. And, and sound design, but uh, there there was no dialogue between the characters, and, yeah. and he wrote a full play where like all the all the lines were there, the actors just didn't say them, and then he was like, "No, that's not right," and then scrapped it. So he'd written like a f- I know like how much work had gone into that. And so the, all the lines were there, but they were still never saying it. But it was they just, just there didn't say so it. But the could... lines were there, so that oh, the I thoughts see. and stuff were there. And then like eventually, it it was like a kind of 
when we went into rehearsals, like uh, Jamie and Candice had kind of broken up the the novel into say like 40 scenes or whatever mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they saw as being important and a scene could be three pages or it could be a line or whatever you know and you kind of there was lots of kind of improvisation and and yeah and and stuff and developing and how do you tell the story obviously vox motus and it was like vox motus nts and tianjin this uh, uh city in china they're kind of arts theater out yeah. there as well so it's like a, i don't know what a a triple production, is it? Coco Pro. Coco Pro, yeah. It's part of a healthy anyway, breakfast. Yeah, exactly. There are <laughs> other cereals yeah, available. Yeah, of course. Um, but anyway, so they, they kind of um, broke it down and whatever, but it was like, it was a weird thing because, so that was 2013 and we, and we spent six weeks getting it to kind of, even what we thought was like a performance and then we changed it after like a couple of previews. I oh, right. that's, that's what, 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 a lot we, or? Aye. We took about 15 minutes off. Oh, right. Um, it was about, I think it was about 75 minutes in the end, but it was, it was maybe just pushing 90 or whatever before we made the changes. But like, that was after like, I think it was like nine days of tech in total. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's pretty hefty. Yeah, it was, it was just, just because of the nature of the show and it was very precise yeah. and whatever. It was a beautiful show. It's worth yeah, it was the nine days of tech yeah. for sure. So we did, yeah, so that was what, like 2013 and then we did, we did it again a couple of years later the, at the International Festival as well. Oh, uh, like, did you? Uh, yeah, brought it back. and Where um, did it go? It was at the Lyceum oh, nice when one. we were there, like for like four performances, um, and then we had a, a few weeks off, and then it came back, it went back to the sets where we'd started it, and we finished it in Dundee, uh, Dundee oh, Rep. So I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was cool. Um, but I yeah, my my wheelie bin escapades. It was, <laughs> it was like it was another kind of inspired moment of rehearsals, like yeah. uh, Zhang Kai, who's uh, a Chinese actor. Uh, basically he and i were kind of playing the school kind of bullies he was a bit more of a bully than i was i was just kind of his his goofy wee pal really and then um, he kind of dragged me into the wheelie bin and they went oh can we keep that and i'm going i don't really know uh, but but yeah anyway so but it was great fun was you gotta fun. be careful what you throw into I know, an improvisation yeah. <laughs> i know i know i know exactly and then like when we did it in dundee um maybe like the third last show it was a matinee day and uh i jumped out the wheelie bin and when I jumped out, I landed awkward and went over my ankle. It was like <gasps> five minutes into the show. And and it was in a sequence where of about 12 minutes where I, I literally didn't stop. It was like a kind of mm-hmm. Tasmanian devil going back and forward backstage, kind of oh, bringing on, you know, set and whatever. So it was yeah. like, uh, well, I, why are my ankles throbbing and all that? And oh, oh, it, was, it was brutal, man. Uh, yeah, so Just power on, I take it. Just power, yeah. And then, so that was the matinee. And then. Uh, David Snedden took me to the A&E oh, and man. of course they asked how did you do it and I said well I jumped out a wheelie bin and they were like what are you doing jumping out a wheelie bin it was on stage I promise all them are you drunk know, no I'm ha, not ha, drunk ha ha I promise yeah all yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah feeling like a right <laughs> yeah well anyway <laughs> brilliant uh, do you know what I had a wheelie bin moment with Maureen Beatty in uh, The Winter's Tale yeah yeah I didn't go in it but <laughs> we, in rehearsal we had this wheelie bin and, and we were setting up this it was supposed to be like a festival thing for the the whole bohemia section of the winter's tale Aye. we set it at this kind of festival type atmosphere so i bring on this wheelie bin and what was it now i was supposed to it was some gag about how oh i can't even remember what it was but i remember trying to get it right you know like a visual gag where you just go if i move it and then lean on it yeah. and then look the other way and then walk off it'll work but if yeah. i walk off before i've lent or you know it was a very beaty kind of thing maureen beaty yeah well there you so, go so and what surprised me because I'd never worked with her up to that point 
and it, it seemed to me she'd had to, she had to be like the matriarch of this production yeah and you know i knew she really she really was a force to be reckoned with absolutely brilliant and i'd watch her work yeah and then during this sequence she said tell you what if i come over at this point i'll make sure i don't move until so and she started helping me get the laugh Aye. and engineering it so i would get the laugh yeah yeah and we're chatting about it and, she, and, and we try it and she go mm, no you could get a better laugh out of that if i wait a bit and it was the most generous that. and i'm I going wow this person who i've placed on a pedestal i've thought you are amazing and she is yeah uh, is just given and given and given to try and get somebody else a laugh you know yeah because it's that, our laugh yeah exactly there was yeah the kind of scientific element to that you know yeah, which, that logical which, exactly one but after like, another. and you know some some people might kind of view that as i don't know a bit more clinical or whatever but I, I think there's a real dexterity a real skill in that and like this then for somebody to have the kind of generosity to go no way a minute i can help you get something better there and yeah. like just just by their experience and their ability i just think it's like it's a brilliant thing that it's class really really exactly classy classy mm. thing that i love it aye and the, i think we were t i've talked about this to a few people but i think it's about like you can do it and do it and do it but when when an audience sees it Aye. you start to go wait a minute like yeah. i can f there's a beat there and yeah. then that's when you start to feel it yeah there was um th there was exactly that thing uh a few years ago and and it was a show that i was in it was in pitlochrian and uh i was like i was effectively an extra in it because you're part of the company then you're you're used as, okay. as you're kind of ensemble as well um, literally like changing scenes and acting as a butler and whatever and then um, but the, one of the actors in that had the, had this great line where it almost like he got to the punchline uh, the punchline was in the middle of the line mm -hmm. um, but the audience were laughing and didn't hear the end of the line so he kind of he just changed where he placed the stress and he got an even bigger laugh because of because of what he did and it was just it was just like kind of it was, it was a kind of moment where I, went, I loved the fact that he sat and went how can I make that work for the full line so that they get it and and also you know uh and kind of scientific <laughs> purposes, yeah, whatever yeah. i still get a laugh do you know what i mean you know yeah, you, you still get yeah. the result right so everybody it, wins exactly i it was great i i love that it was like the first kind of time i've i kind of went ah oh, that's what he's doing you know? yeah like, i wish i was that clever but it's watching I mean? people that have been around for a while doing <clears throat> yeah you know like same show come off stage with uh john style in the middle of the second act of winter's tale on the last matinee of the uh -huh. run and we was walking from downstage. We I think we came off into the auditorium and then we had to go up through the past door and back to another bit dead quick. And as we're doing it, he's going, I think that was better. I think if we just wait half a beat longer, this was the last matinee. And he's, he's still That's tinkering brilliant. with it. And we're still, because we played father and son, we're yeah. still, you know, even at that point. Because you could it's be not going, over. Yeah, you could be going like, ah, well, not at all. I but like, I, I just, uh, yeah, I think it's brilliant that. Really, really brilliant. Did you think that this is what you would do when you were young no what did you think you would do i didn't know that was part of the problem oh like, you weren't one of these people no because i went to like so i went to school in um in england like my mum and dad um they separated when i was quite young so i was like five nearly six and we moved um me and my mum and my sister moved to a place called penrith which is in the lake district yes i know and well. we grew up we grew up there and like, we still come up to glasgow and to see my dad and Oh, so you were family. born in Glasgow and then you went down? I was down. born in Glasgow, mm -hmm. yeah, and then moved away like when oh. I was kind of, as I say, five. Uh, and you wouldn't six. have seen Withnail and I at that point, so you no, wouldn't, it wouldn't mean anything. No, I've still never you. seen it, so. Have you not? I know, I know, don't hate me. Don't no, hate I don't me. hate you. 
Um, that's one of my pet hates is when people yeah. have a go at somebody yeah. because they didn't see something I'm like what? Why are you yeah but when you're such a big fan you go oh you have to see this yeah. I would love you to see it but I'm right. not upset okay not in the slightest as long as I go and watch it within the next week if yeah. as long as you watch it tonight I'll be fine that's right smashing <laughs> deal <laughs> uh, I, so, so I grew up I grew up there and then my as I say we came back up north you know um, every couple of weeks I would see my dad and mm-hmm. see other family cousins and aunties and all. I've got like I've got one sister but like a kind of huge extended family Sure. Uh, kind of on both sides, um, particularly my mum's side. Anyway, um, so I grew up down there. And when um, I had a cousin of mine who's four years older than me, who, like, also red hair, and everybody was like, oh, I saw your brother, you know. Uh, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've not got a brother. Yes, you have. And all you'd have that argument every day for, like, right. 12 years. Small town. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, like, he was a kind of, I, I told God to me, like, oh, you know, as my big cousin kind of doing this. Okay. So he, um, at one time, I was. I remember being in a school play and I was I must have been about eight. This is, I think this is the first time I did it. And funnily enough, it was, was the Voz, which is what I just had a meeting for there. See, so it all comes back. It right. all comes back, yeah. And or so, there's only so many shows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, I just, I, I think I was playing like a guard or something. Um, yeah. But I did it because he'd done it. Um, and I was like, oh, that must be a cool thing. Okay. Right, okay. The big cousin's done it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because he was like a big. He's. He's. You know. He's probably the closest thing I've got to a brother. Really. Sure. But. Um. So it was like, well, if he's done it, it must be cool. And you know, he was like really popular. You know that thing as well. Like, because I was, I was tiny as well. I was like, small ginger Scottish in England. <laughs> you know, in the late. <laughs> you gotta 80s. do what you can. In the late. I'm like, oh come on, man. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, so I kind of had always done it at school mm-hmm. like, and just doing school plays but I never ever studied it because I was like because none of my family ever mm-hmm. really got into that I, I, a lot of my family's heritage is from like the fairgrounds and stuff and so oh, really? um, so you know you might think there's some kind of show there showman you know yeah. but but nobody like kind of performance or no, sure. no actors or whatever and then I so so he'd done it and then I, so I did the school plays partly because cause he'd done it and I thought well you know it works for him so and then I, but I never ever considered that it could be a job and then like I was due to leave you know however many school plays later uh, uh, I was due to leave I did, did my A-levels and I hadn't got like great uh, results exam results but I got enough to do I'd applied to do business studies at Napier University in Edinburgh. I was like, oh, "What am I doing?" Do you know? Like, I kind of, I right. got, I got enough of a great, but I was just like, I don't, don't know what I want to do, and that was part of the problem. And I think, like, going to do a three-year degree course, four-year degree course, I think it was, on something I'm not sure about, and you know, I was kind of, I suppose, a bit too much of, a, too much of a coward as well to leave home kind of when I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So it's a big move, isn't it? If you're yeah, not aye. sure, yeah, I suppose so. so. So you were down south for the whole school career, aye. Yeah. And yet you've got this really strong Scottish well, accent. Well, yeah, I mean, it's put yeah, on, there's it? a bit to that as well. Yeah, no, when I was when I was at, so when I was down there, I used again my big cousins, not not just him, but like his mm-hmm. sisters had all done this as well. So when you're when I was at school, uh, you spout like them in in Cumbrian accent and that, and then mm-hmm. like I'd come home and speak in my own voice. So like, like you get this kind of weird hybrid accent. So nobody ever knows where I'm from oh, as well. I see. There's loads of people like from the west coast think I'm east, and loads of people east think I'm west. Yeah, and I'm kind of somewhere in the middle you know especially as well like family you know as i say fairgrounds and all that 
Yeah, they've got, kind of got a, 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 an unusual accent as well. So mm-hmm. somewhere in the mix is my accent. I don't really know where oh, it's from. Okay. I, I so so, uh, when when I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I went to the careers office, and when I went to the careers office, I saw a brochure for the RSMD. Oh, I was like, what's that? You know, genuinely, what is that? I don't know. Um, oh, it's a drama school. What's that? You know, like I'd I'd, I'd wow. no idea what, and which I know sounds sounds kind of mad, but I, but I I I just I'd no idea. I'd I'd never even thought it was a possibility yeah. to to do that. So then I kind of I, I read the brochure and whatever, and I thought I kind of think I want to try this. Um, because as I say, I'd never studied it at school. I wanted to just do plays. I didn't want to write essays about it, which I realised is very lazy. But, but like I kind of no, I get you. I, I didn't just want to take drama as a kind of oh, well, it'll be easy. Do you know, like so because loads of my pals did. Oh like, yeah. Um, and I was like, no, I, I kind of enjoy doing it. I don't want to have to do exams on it and all that, and had that pressure to it and stuff. Right. So when I saw that, I was like, well, I'll apply. For, I, I went back and researched some A levels, and then I applied for drama school. And didn't he get in? Mm-hmm. Um, and Liz Carruthers was on the panel. Oh, And yeah. she wrote me a letter saying she was teaching at uh, Coatbridge College. And they kind of, um, they says, do you, we, we, we liked you. We just kind of felt you should, you're coming straight from school. You've never studied it. You've, you kind of show a bit more kind of commitment to mm-hmm. it rather than launching yourself into a three-year degree course or whatever. And so uh, I did that. And I went and did a, a course at Coatbridge and then reapplied and then again and then reapplied again the following year and then again and after the third time I was like that I got to like the waiting list that time oh, uh, and I'd been told that it was kind of it was it was kinda, my chances were good and then I went on holiday um, me and my girlfriend at the time and, and a couple of pals we went on holiday and I came home and I had a letter and I knew I hadn't got in because it was a wee, wee thin envelope as opposed to like a kind of oh. you know a big A4 <laughs> envelope with with them um, I kind of all bump and pamphlets <laughs> and whatever. So I was like, "You're on the waiting list." So I was, I was that gutted about that. I was just like, "Oh well." So uh, and and not that there was, you know, I really enjoyed my time at Coatbridge and that, but it was like a kind of, it was a thing of like, if I just get in there, you know, that validation thing as well. Of course, like, yeah. Especially when you're a bit younger, um, you need someone to tell you that you, exactly, you're good. yeah. Well, what's right? What's wrong? And all that. And yeah, I, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so. And so that's kind of how I get into it, kind of by accident, really. It's Liz Carruthers' fault, basically. She wrote me a letter. It's so um, strange. Yeah, I the first person I've ever spoken to who went into a careers office, saw a brochure for a drama school and went, what's that? And then ended up applying. Aye. Like, it seems like something that someone would write that people would go, that's not a real thing. No, I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's so... But, but you know, like, I kind of loved what, loved, like, you know, loved doing the plays. Loved, as I said, loved doing the school plays. And so stuff you like knew that you had that feeling for it. Aye. Yeah, and also it was something that... Uh, no, if I see you're good at, but you know, like something that you should have flair for it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, and so uh, there was something that like I could do that. Whereas I'd always idolised my my big cousin for doing it, and like all of a sudden people were kind of saying, and that part of the thing as well was like, you don't. I mean, you don't do this job. It's too hard just to do it for like a bow at the end. So you know, he's do that. Yeah. Do that embarrassed bow thing. Of, Thanks very much. I'm really mm. sorry for taking up your time and all that <laughs> stuff. You know. Hope you get your money back. Whatever <laughs> you know, what I mean, I know but you like, hated. Yeah, it. yeah, I know you hated me and all that. Um, <laughs> there's that paranoia thing coming in again. Yeah, it is. So, um, I so uh, it, it, I I don't know why. I just I I just never ever thought it was, and then it, it was possible. And then you know my my mum uh, 
you know, at the time she was she was like and my sister as well were like they kind of loved the fact that I was I was I, I would do that I would you know be in plays and stuff because they kind of thought I was really good and they would do the whole big sale and all that but right but um they, they were like right okay so but what are you going to do for a job? You know, like that thing. Well, that's all very what people good, ask you, and what, 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 what's your job? And you were, you were saying, how, and, and uh, yeah, whatever podcast it was, and you were saying, how, um, I'm an actor, and, and you were like, what? Yeah, but what, what yeah, do you do? You? <laughs> that's very but, nice. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it was kind of, I think um, there was until I started studying it, you know, at, at, at college. Then I, I don't know, even know if it kind of entered their heads. Okay. And I didn't know what I was doing either. Do you know I, what I mean? I, I was like, so. So that's kind of how I ended up doing what I was doing. And what, then, what was Coatbridge like in, when you went there? Because I went, I didn't go there, but I, I kind of did little bits of teaching there when I graduated. So oh, that would be a, a wee bit on. Uh, it was good. I mean, I went. I first went in 1999. Right, and then, right. And le- so left 2002. Okay. And then uh, uh, the year before I went, there was a, a new senior lecturer called uh, Joe Ronan, uh, or Josephine Peter, and then she got married, Joe Ronan. Josephine, yeah, yeah. You know, she was kind of like a force of nature there, and just try to change a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and the training, like the training, was 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 really good, and mm-hmm. some some really really good people have gone there, um, and me. <laughs> and um, oh please, uh, yeah. come on. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so, but but it was, uh, I kind of think it always struggled about it because it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a drama school, or whatever. And and yeah. even though like the people that were teaching me were also teaching it. Uh, the academy you know yeah that's true which i i held in huge stock mm-hmm. and carried like long after i mean like until i'm talking the last three or four years i kind of finally i think let that uh scorch mark on my back go a wee bit of going yeah. none of this matters even though i knew it didn't matter but like oh i didn't get in when i was somebody said when i was 21 i wasn't quite right i wasn't good enough or whatever yeah. so i just kind of carried that as a crutch for a long time but actually and I, I shouldn't have done i was speaking about this actually with josephine um, at a wedding about a week and a half ago talking about it just wouldn't have been right for me yeah uh, you know like looking so you back never now, went no I never went no oh, I see I so thought I tried, you said that waiting list thing I tried three times oh but, and then you but, went right that's and it and I was like I can't do it I can't do like so I can't reapply and then maybe I get in then that's six years of studying you know I was it's like, different if you've chosen not to apply but if, if you've if you've gone and not got in right, more exactly. than once it's, then of course aye, it's going to have oh, an impact man. on you it was a bit of a scar yeah you know of I mean? course so, man unless yeah well, it yeah. is what it is. Though. It, it, it is what there, it is. And it I wouldn't there. be here without it. You know Aye. what I mean? So, what were your when you were getting started? What plays or shows did you hold in high regard? You know, think I'd like to be in that one day, or I think that's the best thing. Um, I've never had that. Have you not? No, nah. because I've been reflecting on that recently. Because I don't know if you did. You ever see the musical Blood Brothers? No. Right, I okay. know, I know, I'm ashamed to say. There's no, so much I haven't seen. No, like, don't be. So much good telly and, and, and theatre and everything. Anyway, well, everybody's the same though. But I, when I was a teenager, I thought Blood Brothers was the most groundbreaking, emotionally gut-wrenching piece mm. ever. And then I went to see it in my mid-twenties and went, oh. And I was, oh, right, right. Because I'd remembered it from when I was 15 and I thought it was really important. Right, yeah. And that's just where I was at that time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not knocking it. But for me, like, it doesn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, and yet the other night I went to see Art at the Theatre Royal, the, oh, the yeah, tour yeah, of, you know, yeah, the Yasmin yeah. Reza play, and I had loved that as a teenager, and I thought it was still great. Yeah, good. And that's cool. Yeah. You know? I've just been thinking about that experience. So so when you were just getting started, you didn't have any, like, that one I really like? Or no, I just, I, I mean, I just wanted any job. I just mean, get I'd, on with it. I'd, Yeah, and I, I didn't get a job for, 
a year and a half. A year um, and a half. Two thousand two. Wow. I left uh, June two thousand two. No agent. Um, no. Uh, no work. Uh, no hope. Uh, no hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? What, like, why am I doing? Yeah. That? And um, actually, funnily enough, my, my my girlfriend at the time she was sort of like won the, the kind of prize. That was a thing. That was a really cool thing that Joe. Uh, oh, the Ian up. Bannon Award. The Ian Bannon Award. Yes. Um, and actually, he'd agreed to do it, and in the, the first year, he'd agreed to kind of come present it, and then yeah. love him, he he um he he died. Oh, was that when he died? I, yeah. Oh. It was like. His wife used to come to that, and she used to come, yeah, yeah Marilyn and I was. How nice. And um, uh, anyway, so um, my girlfriend Jackie at the time, she she like won the prize, right? Um, and she and the guy who came second in the prize, um, uh, started working at Cumberland Theatre, um, mm-hmm. on a on a couple of projects. One like kind of, um, one was for Young Scott, I think, and one was like a kind of crucible thing mm-hmm. with 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 kind of youth theatre actors and whatever and they were an actor short so they asked <laughs> asked if I could come in like name money or whatever but you know I was like yeah I'll do it you know of course, yeah, experience yeah. and all that and, um, so that that was that was kind of like my first job but you know unpaid but um, then I got uh, about about aye, so my first thing was was a hopscotch panto in November 2003 I've still got the contract I kind of oh, kept wow. <laughs> like one sheet of paper as my contract you know yeah. and um, but it basically says are you definitely doing it yeah I yeah yeah signed and all that yeah I was like and, and <laughs> will you be there yeah. yeah I'll be there and it was like I can't remember 280 quid a week or something which I thought was like wow oh like, you think you've I can't spend all that that yeah. was amazing and then <laughs> and you're moving the, the set in and out of the van oh, and yeah. all that I work. loved it I, I oh, absolutely loved it and and then um, but like, yeah, I mean, I, I auditioned for that. Uh, oh, it was a, like a general hopscotch audition. It was like about okay. a year after I left. And then about three weeks later, I um, I got a phone call. I was walking, I always remember, I don't know why, I was walking up to Cannon Street, middle of the summer, trying to buy something for somebody. And then the phone went, and I didn't recognise the number and that. And it was Grant Smeaton from Hopscotch, mm-hmm. who, uh, I was speaking to him about this a few years ago, because did, I did a tour with Grant that went to China with the Tron. And I got drunk one night. So you gave me my first job. <laughs> you won't remember this and all that. And, but like you phoned me, uh, you phoned me, and and, um, and I'm on the end of the phone. So when is it you want to see me? No, dear boy, I'm giving you the job. Come on. <laughs> what? Why? I can't believe this. So, so that was as I say, that was my first thing. So when I say like I didn't have anything that I really wanted to do, it was it was more like I just wanted a job. Yeah, like, sure. And, and then. That that's all it's ever been really. I just want to work, and then work kind of breeds work. I'm a big believer in that. Um, and I, I've never kind of been one to think I really want to do this play or I really want to do this part. I've kind of done it in reverse, where mm-hmm. like I go, oh that was good fun. I wouldn't mind doing I, but sure, like, yeah. but um, yeah, I've never I've never just been one to kind of go, oh I'd love to work in New York one day, and then when you tick that off the list, I go, oh now what? Uh, no, yeah, no, no! Yeah. I'll work on the moon. I mean, you, know, <laughs> you know, like um, again, if if, if that, that's what works for you, then that's great. But I just kind of, I suppose, I don't want to place that pressure on myself. I just want to try mm. and work. And, and there's so. different paths up the same mountain. Exactly, like, exactly, exactly. That thing. Yourself. Because if you, um, you know, if we were all the same, it'd be a boring life and all Aye. that. Anyway, you know. So I think um, uh, that's that's kind of why I th- I think why I've kind of hold that attitude of just going to just try and get a job and then yeah. you know try and make the best of it you know what i mean but then recently i've got this thing where i've gone more and more frequently i'm realizing that the the show however wonderful it seems isn't going to actually change me or fix me or do you know what i mean no no exactly um, 
I'm not saying there's anything fundamentally wrong with me, but you no. know that know that <laughs> belief like you get the big thing or whatever the big thing is, or just any of the things because you get build up, build up. Am I going to get it? And you get it, and you think, wow, I did it or whatever. Yeah, but you know you do it and it's great and you carry on and it's life and it's just a bunch of moments, isn't it? And then at yeah, the end exactly. of it, you, you're not. I don't know. You're not. Nothing's been added to you that's that you were missing yeah you're still you yeah yeah uh, yeah that's a lovely way to do it yeah that's and just realizing that it. it's, it's hard at the time because you go oh i kind of it's an end of the rainbow thing you get there and you go yeah oh, all right, right so now i've done whatever it is yeah you know, a bigger panto than i did last time or now yeah, i've written yeah. something that lasts and you go okay but i'm still still me and i'm still sitting having a cup of tea and yeah i guess that realization is hard and then and then rewarding because you go oh, okay that's all right yeah i mean I, I think that i think there's there is work that as i say kind of in reverse I look back and go mm. oh well, I'm glad I did that or like, like, uh, oh that was a biggie yeah or that, that was like looking back you go wow I'm, yeah I mean I was you were grateful at the time but mm-hmm. really grateful now you know and and uh, like I, I I don't believe in like you kind of go well um, if I'm good in this job then then two jobs down the line then that'll that'll mean that I'll meet that person and I just think that and I don't want to sound too much like the Von Traps, you know what I mean? But like you can, you do in, in too kind of perfect world. But I think if you just kind of do do the best in the job you're in mm-hmm. as you can, and then whatever happens anyway, will just happen. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of. Uh, to me, you're talking about. I mean, I'm here in spirituality. I'm here in like just be in this moment yeah <laughs> instead yeah. of a way ahead in the future. Try to plan your life away yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. And that's that's hard, you know when when. Uh, but we I don't live in a world that's that's made for that. No, we, exactly. We've made ourselves into this world which is all future based. Just yeah. buy this. Just do this, and then and then and then. Yeah, exactly. Happiness is somewhere off in the future or whatever. Yeah, totally. But I mean, you're saying just appreciate. You know, if you've got to get yeah, great. I, I'm trying not to. Uh, I, I don't view myself as that, that spiritual person, but but um, yeah, I, I I just think sometimes you kind of overcomplicate it, and you and, and I'm I'm. I say that, of course, I'm dreadful for overthinking things. Like, <laughs> like yeah, sure, beyond belief. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, me too. I think it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. good, and See, that's okay. Of, yeah, it's yeah. cool. One of the things about doing this has been like meeting people and then realizing that actually, a lot of the stuff, the neurosis or whatever it is that comes with, maybe comes with the territory or maybe just is. is maybe more it's part of you anyway. Maybe yeah. it's part. Of, yeah, and and but then when I realize it's more common, I go, ah, oh, it's reassuring because you're not yeah. your own when when you hear some of the other people mm-hmm. that, that have been on this and saying and i go oh my but you can't you're you're such and such and you you know you're like amazing Wait, you can't you, think you like struggle that. with those you struggle with that as well yeah yeah no chance like i'd never have thought that ever because you know everybody's you know um different levels of confidence and whatever you know and, out, and some people are more outward than others and whatever but you just think wow and it's just kind of a, a reminder that you know, I suppose you're all in the same boat, you know? Yeah. Like, and then yeah. the question is, for me, are we in this game because we lack confidence, perhaps self-esteem? Maybe. Or or does that does this world that we're working in yeah. breed that in us? Yeah, or, or kind of put, it, it? put itself upon you. Yeah. yeah, because of the way it is. I don't know. Exactly, I don't know yeah. Because, you know, like, you know, when you, um, people who, who aren't necessarily involved in, this kind of line of work mm. um well you know like say you're i don't know i've had to do a couple of best man speeches you know oh, yeah and they're like ah, that's be great you're an actor eh? that'll be great and you go no like 
No, but like, why? Why does that necessarily compute? Well, you'll make it funny. I'm not really not sure well I've written it. You know, <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it, totally. There's, there's this kind of assumption that you're 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 always quite outward and and um and uh, really loud and boisterous, and some people are, and that's totally fine. But mm-hmm. most people, most actors, I know, is like you just try to get on like anybody else trying to get on with your life you know like doing your thing yeah hi how you doing nice to meet you and then thanks very much and get him you know it's but also you know the idea of doing a speech about your friend who's getting married yeah it's so it's worlds away from oh pretending man, yeah. to be someone else and reciting a bunch of lines yeah oh yeah exactly do you know what i mean because like, they're not the same thing because you're you it's you're being you and, and you're, you're talking going, about real stuff really boring you know like, well so, that's the one yeah, so like, or, or i can't write or, or i can't write yeah or all three <laughs> <laughs> so like oh what am i gonna do and then yeah it's yeah. not the same no it's really not the same standing up and talking about yourself no exactly and you know what i discovered very early on is i'd rather perform in front of a thousand people in a dark room Aye. than four people in my parents living room yeah Oh, far more terrifying give yeah. us a song brian oh no please oh, i'll be please. sick no no don't, don't go do and that. walk on there and give them a song yeah, yeah. Fine, be right. you do it <laughs> no <laughs> when we were doing mcgonagall's chronicles which i know you saw we went up to dundee rep to do it for one night How and was it, it? it was great it was amazing yeah. and you know some of his his relatives were there mm. and and we did the sort of second half where gary read some mcgonagall poems that weren't in the show yeah. and then some of his own modern ones that he'd written and we agreed that we would do some musical kind of soundscaping behind these poems. Mm. And he said, what about you guys play this one together? I'm going to do, and it was something about the moon, I can't remember. And me and Simon were sitting opposite sides of the stage. And I went, okay, something kind of moon-like, spacey. And Gary was like, yeah, yeah, spacey, go. This is all in front of the audience. Uh-huh. And I went, right, Simon, pick a key. And Simon uh-huh. went, you pick a key. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, that's not good improvisational yeah. skills, man. Yeah, yeah. You've got to, you know, yes and. Yeah. <laughs> it's you like, were saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, you do a speech. You do a speech. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you feel like you get thrown go. under the bus often. Yeah, don't yeah, you? totally. Yeah. But we don't do it to each other because we know what it feels like. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. At least you'd like desperately try not to anyway. Yeah, if yeah. possible. Yeah. And then apologise profusely afterwards. If you did, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my yeah. goodness, I spent so much of my time apologising. Oh, the ratio is it's way out. Yeah, way when out. we, but um, me and my, um, me and my wife, uh, who's not an actor, um, uh, when we were expecting our uh, daughter, um, we didn't know the sex at the time, but mm-hmm. um, we, um, all my family were kind of like they were calling the unborn baby sorry because like we both apologize all the time so little sorry so <laughs> so which is funny because my daughter is is um anybody that's ever met her will know she's bullshit and as loud as unapologetic. Like, you could unapologetic <laughs> unabashed great. like kind of like bravado and and actually she's that's only once she's kind of warmed up you know it's almost like sure, you, know, yeah. you know she yeah uh, once she gets going she's she's like that but brilliant she, you know the hardest thing to get us to say is sorry sometimes <laughs> you know what i mean so and you wish maybe she yeah. would sometimes yeah 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 please do you have yeah. uh, do you have just one kid or two yes one you have one so. i don't know where i got two from right. how did you meet your wife if she's not an actor how on earth could you possibly meet oh her? man uh, epic story right so i used to help run a, a football message board i'm a big range supporter for my sins mm-hmm. don't throw me out uh uh, I've seen as much on Twitter. It's, yeah, it's not. A, I know. No it's, not a, it's not a popular thing. <laughs> <laughs> it seems in Scottish theatre. Yeah. Anyway, um, but there are becoming more of us. Um, we used to. We used, Whatever struggle, helps you we used to struggle you for that. a five sides team. I think we'd <laughs> maybe get an elevens now. But anyways, good um, for you. So uh, I used to, and it was like this. This message board, like internet forum thing, was 
was um, for both sides of uh, Celtic mm-hmm. Rangers. And so we were having a night out in Glasgow on the Dale for No Firm game. Um, and I'd been to the game, fortunately Rangers won, back in the days when Rangers did win No Firm games. Ah, and, yeah. um, and then, uh, yeah, so we were having this night out. And I wasn't going to go because I was I, I, I was kind of shattered. And, and I thought, right, okay, I'll, I'll go for like, I go for one drink. It was in the middle of town. I go for one drink, and then there's a chippy on the corner of Buchanan Street near the subway. Um, I know the very one. I was like, right, okay, I'll go in there, get a fish supper, and then just come up the road and watch match of the day. And so when I went in to to the pub, I was like, oh, there's uh, such and such, and there's oh, you know, met a couple of these people before for a drink after the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Susie was there with her mum. Now her mum was on the message board, and I'd met her before, but Susie wasn't, and oh, so right. she was like, she just come on for a night out with her mum, and and um, she. Uh, so I was like, "Oh, who's don't recognise her?" Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I so it, it turns out like her mum had asked her to babysit her wee brother, and she said, "Well, what for? Oh, you're going on a night out. Well, can Anne come?" Uh, and so her sister, her sister looked after her, her, her wee brother, right. and then I spent like most of the night kind of. She had a ring on her on her third finger, <laughs> so I was like, "Ah, right, okay." So I just totally relaxed. And you know that thing I was talking about. I suppose about audition is you know you kind of yeah. go on with a relaxed attitude, much as you, or uh, you try. You just kind of just you're more comfortable with yourself, I suppose. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, "But it was on her right hand." But I didn't know. I was like, the, "On which. the like the wedding finger, but on the right hand." On, on the other hand, oh, yeah. See. So I was like, "Ah, oh, well." <laughs> so I just totally relaxed me. I'm like never even bothered trying to yeah chat her up or anything, and then. Uh, so yeah she was just on this night out really and then well, that's kind of how we met and um blurred away and then um she uh she gave me a kiss at the end of the night <laughs> i was like because i've been i've been to the toilet i was going right okay right hey, maybe on. at the end of the next the next song it was like three in the morning or something like this thing. <laughs> and i was like maybe by the next the end of the next song right if, right okay i'll try maybe just give her a pick and then like the next song started and then she kind of like it's noggin me and I was like whoa oh, this is great she, she yeah. started I was like whoa <laughs> her eyes really don't work you know <laughs> so, away. Um, and then but she also spent like because her mum was there so she was trying to like we were trying to hide behind this pillar and like in oh, Frankenstein because her mum was like kind of behind us so she was kind of watching and I'm going this is just <laughs> that's weird weird man <laughs> so anyway so that's how I met her and then after that she lived in Aberdeen at the time oh right um, she used to watch she works for uh the trains right and she used to work on the sleeper train between aberdeen and london so so initially it was quite like chill like i'd see her every couple of weeks because of the way her shift pattern worked and Mm kind of nice uh way to kind of uh get to know each other really yeah cool spend a bit of time whatever so that's that was a bit we met on the 29th of march 2008 i remember because kevin thompson scored the winner (laughs) that's why you remember yeah that's brilliant yeah she knows that's why you remember she does know as well is she a rangers fan she's not at all although (gasps) she was a it, yeah, I know. I know she, no, so, sorry, say that again. Is she a Celtic supporter? No, she's not. Her oh, mom, I see. Her mum is kind of was, but but um, she's not bothered. She's not really bothered. Oh, but, I see. Yeah, but, um, be... she has been at Ibrox a couple of times. So she came to see. Uh, I played in this charity match recently at, at Ibrox, which was like I can't believe I'm here. Um, and uh, myself and uh, uh, Jordan uh, yeah. Young and uh, Stevie Burden, um, were all like I, I can't believe this is going on, and she came to see it. So that was quite cool. Did so, she come and see you when you're in at work? Yeah, um, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, a lot of the time before, like an audition or whatever, she'll get us to help me with lines, and right. sometimes she'll go, "I really want to see this." Like Train Spotting, for instance, and she was she was like, "Oh, oh, this is too funny. I need to come and see this." Like, okay, you know. And then other times, she was like, "Yeah, I'm, 
well, it's, it's going to be hard to get childcare cover, <laughs> so, so you kind of know what she kind of thinks of it. Oh, like right, if, okay. But only, I mean, it's only from reading one scene. She comes to see more stuff, but right. Yeah. What does she make of it usually? Because did she have? Let me ask this first. Did she have much experience of going to see things before you met? No. So it's all, all. It was all new. All new. Aye. What What's her reaction like to things that you do? Um. Well, she kind of views herself, uh, like oh, can you know that way. Um. Like I'm not clever enough to get this, and not right. Um, and I'm like, no, like you're the audience. You're like the punters. Um, mm-hmm. this is brilliant. To it's like, for you. It's for you. Of course. It is. So, um, and if you don't get something, that's all right. And if you do get something, or you you spot something, so sometimes you know, um, you can kind of approach something with too much knowledge, and you kind of, you kind of, you wish you were coming into it with a with a total yeah. fresh set of eyes. So like. If I'm going to see a show, or whatever, that I, especially one that I don't know, I, I won't read reviews. I kind of really, yeah. I stopped I reading reviews recently, yeah. um, especially before anyway. seeing something. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. I'll just see um, what happens. Even even stuff from in as well. I kind of go. Eh, sometimes I read them. Sometimes, yeah. Like that, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I've become more able to not read them and just kind of be less bothered. I think sure. Anyway, um, but I so she'll she'll go and see something, um, and it's a it's just it's an an honest answer, and um, you know she's very supportive and stuff, and. You know, she's never said, "Oh, you were rotten in that or anything yet." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she might think it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but on the whole, um, I, I, it's kind of. I mean, you know, sometimes it. Like I was saying earlier on, it kind of encompasses your life in a way. A lot mm-hmm. of this, this kind of work. So to to kind of go home and then, um, not just sometimes not have to talk about it or for that to be a separate. That just place you just kind of go. Yeah. And and sometimes you really want to and, and you kinda you gotta just let it all out and, and, and other times you're just like let's just watch something else and not have to worry about, you know, oh are you gonna get seen for that that part or are you gonna, what are you gonna endless, do about that it? job and it is it kinda it's all encompassing. Yeah. You know, it's like um as we were saying earlier on, like, you know, this it is kinda it's a brilliant thing about the thing in Scotland. I'd like like and this podcast is a testament to it, I think, of like there's a real kind of community feel of like where it's not just a um, it's not a job. I can't call it a career for myself. I'm scared to call it a career in case it all stops. So, like, I'll just call it a job. Okay, but, um, but it's more than a job. It's isn't more it? than a, it's like a, it is part. It is like a kind of a way of life, in a way. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's that scary thing as well. Especially, I think a previous podcast somebody said like, you get to a point and you go, I don't know what else I'm going to do. That's really worrying. You've worked yourself out of aye, yeah, out of anything, anything else, else. Yeah, yeah. and you've got. A, yeah. So you're in now. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, is that? Yeah. No, I'm cool with it. But yeah. I know what you mean. It's 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 more than just what you do for a living because it's the people you hang out with. Aye. And then yeah. the other thing is what I do with my time people off. People go on holiday and all yeah. the pals that you meet. And I hang those. out with them and I go and then I go and see stuff as well when I'm yeah, not exactly not because I want to be seen play or you know no but you want to because go and that's what I like doing and you want and you enjoy what I, you're going to see as well. I love going to the theatre and then also when I know somebody in it, I'm just like that's great. Yeah, exactly. So it becomes everything. Yeah, totally. to a certain extent. Yeah, but that's totally. so cool if you have a, a little corner of your life that isn't totally yeah. taken over by it. It's, yeah, it's totally. healthy, isn't uh, it? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it is. I think um, uh, so simply because like you can, especially you know, kind of when, when you're. Your next job is, is sometimes dependent on, you know, um, maybe your last job or, or you know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. to be able to kind of uh, escape that. Escape's the wrong word, but just kind of have a different thing to talk about as mm-hmm. a things that can be a healthy thing. You know what I mean? Definitely. So, um, but then what I, what I do when I'm off is sit here 
at this table and talk to people endlessly yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I've yeah. been obsessed since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. But, but it seems to be working. Yeah, but you know, it's great. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. So Thank you for coming and chatting to me. No bother. Good luck Cheers, with man. your it's not a career because if I call it a career it might <laughs> end and that would be terrible. Cheers, man. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Well, as I say, it was good to start to get to know Gavin a wee bit, and uh, I think we share not only some of the, the joys of the industry, but some of the insecurities as well. They seem to be quite common more and more as I go along with these interviews. Um, and as I've told you, Gavin will be appearing in Lisa Nichols' play Shattered, which starts its tour at Paisley Arts Centre Saturday 19th of May. And all the tour dates are on their website. That's In Motion Theatre Company. They're at inmotiontc.co.uk you get all the information about their tour right there now next week my guest is a celebrated and prolific playwright and that is all i'm going to tell you so i'll leave you guessing um and until then all that's really left for me to say is the usual cheerio now (laughs) 